abandoned. That's quite right of you. Here we what go. is Lori? What's your story, Morning Lori? Uh, Lori? You see how it rolls through with that swipe? They, mu they must have, the swipe, these swipes are so obnoxious. Not since oh, Star okay. Wars have been so self-conscious. There's like jagged swipes and there's like a, uh, we hate Caddyshack. Terrible movie. <laughs> Why is he busted? He just escaped. Okay. The, what did he escape from? He was within one mile. That's of, ridiculous. Yeah, but the MP doesn't know that. That's bullshit. So they, yes, the MP does know that. So they, they put him back into the maze. Yeah, this guy will never leave. Right. And that's going to be his whole joke. So here's Denim. So he's rich, right? So he's got a right. So brother. he's right. He's gone yeah. back to his hotel, or he's either getting a hotel, or this is a place he resides at often. Darling, how are you? Look what? at that little dog. <laughs> little dog. She hugs him while holding the little dog around him. So cute. How much do you think that little dog would? Be? That's a pretty, pretty high end dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> a pure breed yeah i guess yeah probably yeah. like i don't know today maybe four thousand dollars damn if you with all his shots and his papers and everything <laughs> <laughs> do you like my hair i do i say i do okay basically now what 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 elliot denham is doing is he's having everyone around him go fetch him things right oh so he he great yeah of course so he's because like he go bring me the hood ornament of the rolls royce of your father's rolls royce and she's like oh but i'm starving can't we eat first this will only take you but 30 minutes to, but <laughs> an hour past <laughs> i because love it i have some things for you to arrange you can count on me sir go get these ducks <laughs> all right all right so it's the flower is the lady macbeth it is the yeah. uh the duck right that's what uh like a decoy duck right it's uh, the rolls royce rolls royce and it's, then check this one out it's an electric hare a rabbit from a greyhound race oh cool yeah it is the lock of hair and the autograph of a french pop singer and then it's another item they don't know yet well, you know, the director wasn't allowed at the racetrack because uh, they were nervous. He was—he was a born winner. <laughs> That's right. You—you you cannot. Your your money's no good here, sir. Yeah, I think I said that backwards. Can I help you? Yes, I'm Mr. Winner. Well, aren't you cocky? Well, the house will not honor your request, sir. <laughs> now, please allow the next patron. Please step aside for paying customers. You know, I prefer director director Michael Loser more to my heart. <laughs> you know, I I don't use high definition film like all my friends insist on it. I think it's you know they're they're so like fucking stoned and fucked up. You know, everything's out of focus. I work uh -huh. with definition film now. Love it. Took me a second. I will not work with high definition film. Don't even get me started on tweaking definition film. 
Oh yeah, I got you. Yeah, the, oh, the, the worst is way too high definition for films because <laughs> right. you, they're not focused and uh, you, they lose the plot and like they switch stories. It's just you know. Make I get you. Uh-oh, okay, now, Scotsman's washing. She has lured him into, like, her relative's apartment in the city. She's got him to take a shower, and now she's nicking. She's nicking. She's stealing the rose. Now we'll get some... Oh, we didn't get, like, a bad driving joke. She's driven away with it. These are the the relatives who are arriving home i was so, gonna say like they just left this literally this guy is hanging they left this guy hanging see he's hanging right now his balls <laughs> now look you see those ducks yeah i don't know somehow those aren't the ducks that the rest of the people go for but they're english ducks they're traditional they're ceramic those look like bathroom tiles to me i'll show you what i mean later I love it. They go in, there's the Scotsman sh showering in their house. And so if it's common, then that's the easiest item in the, in the scavenger hunt. Now, what he's saying right now is, I've got me me squatters rights. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's embarrassed and he's mad at uh, the girlfriend. Right. Annabella. Annabelle Nash. Annabelle Nash. Annabelle Nash? Anna Nash? <laughs> A Nash? No. Nash. no. She, look, she was only in that Bond spoof, that Casino Royale. And yeah, let's not talk about. Let's not talk about that movie. Yeah, why? I got other ones in that movie. All right. No, go ahead. I, I want to hear the other ones. Why? We're not talking about it. It's a really hard movie to sit through. Yeah, I know. I I never finished it myself. I don't know. I have no memory of it anymore because. I finished it. I said, listen, I, I've been watching this half-ass for 25 years. I'm just going to watch it all the way through. And I went, what, what a waste of my life. <laughs> like, I did it, right? It has a good theme song, at least. It was multiple directors directing Casino Royale as a parody yeah. of James Bond. With different people, of course, Woody Allen playing Jimmy Bond his cousin i don't i see i remember i tell you i've seen that film uh, but i must have quit on it because i don't have yeah no, i it's know tough. he was in it well it was also orson wells and john houston it was like every like pop 60s kind of jokey it was the uh you must be joking of its time mm -hmm. yeah which was two I, years later i must have just dismissed it uh even though i might have seen it i don't know that's how bad it sucked i guess it's really hard and when they actually did the daniel craig version i was like took me i said i'm not gonna watch it and then when i saw <laughs> it <laughs> i was relieved you know okay so he's got this ploy that he's with the uh, uh what was that kennedy organization where he, the kids would go uh help peace corps. the peace corps he's got this scam going where he's in the peace corps and he's collecting stuff and you know even these ducks because they sell them for money <clears throat> anyway he luckily opened up the door on a sexy one right like why don't you come inside mm -hmm. you know like she is very sexy cleavage out yeah so she's got a lower class accent like that but she's got the ducks on her wall 
That's what he's here for. You see him? Yeah, I see it. Nice view. Yeah. First time I ever saw him, I was quacking up. So he saw the married, uh, this he's married. Yes, just now. <laughs> Amazing. I love that dress. Lingerie dress. It's corset. Your work must be very interesting, I eh? <laughs> Peace Corps. I innocently popped over to take you to lunch. <laughs> oh, is it like, oh, not again, dear? Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, You've seen this movie and this scene. I did, but you know what? This movie didn't offer closed captioning, so I was at, I lost at sea half the time. I'm talking to the bird, Governor. All right, yeah, oh, you you routed me. Wait. I saw this movie. Yeah. I love it. Like, no expense spared. We'll go to your friends in flat and shoot the scene. And we'll just smash all these. Yeah, that's right. You. Oh, this is where you leave. He's like a bland Dick Clark. Yeah, he doesn't. I guess how else is he supposed to respond? Oh, come on. <laughs> you know what? Do you think he's Luke or Owen or Andrew uh, Wilson? Um, he's the one in church ball. Andrew. So he's an Andrew Wilson. He's got no spark. He's got I, no. I would say he's Luke. Maybe Luke uh, is just phoning it in. There it the is. That's all he wanted. The weakest one. Look, he's got one of them. Now, yeah. look, somehow he's got a net. Probably just read right. it in the script. Where did he get the net from? Maybe when he was coming out of the lake. Right. I don't remember him walking in with a net. Right. The um, I guess it was in his sack, but the uh, the fisherman would be the place to get him to have that net, but they didn't do that in the script. I keep a net with me. Oh, look at that. Another obnoxious swipe. That swipe. was a vertical well, swipe. They're trying to be goofy. They're trying to be... Okay, here we have our ongoing joke. The, the one joke. Yeah. And they're like, goodness, Craig, how you do keep at it. Please sit. It's not often I can speak with the ranks, so to say. <laughs> so he goes like, tell me, do you think the army's everything we promise in the adverts? <laughs> All it's cracked up to me. He goes, yes, sir, for the opportunity, sir. Like, like this one right now. And then they arrest him. <laughs> Keep it up, chap. I'm rooting for you. Oh, here they come. Damn it. I, uh, oh, yeah. Did hey. you see me and my fair lady? Hasn't happened yet, but stay tuned. <laughs> I validated my parking, guys. I think it's a little drastic. <laughs> Isn't he dressed like the valet? <laughs> oh, he yeah, right. I, okay, so, so he's, here we are down at the Greyhound track, and our staff sergeant is once again doing a requisition for him and buying a rabbit. Strange request. Yeah, he's making up like, 
it's general Gorsus Wolf's desire to get for his, you know, who won a million at the Belmont Stakes. It's a present, it is. How many mechanical hairs are there in the world? Uh, well, okay, they've, they've got them in stock like 10, 20. I mean, it's a racetrack. If, if it's a spare part. Right. Well, I understand they have like two of them. And next thing you know, they have four hair bunnies. And no, no, no. They, no. they have eight. No, these are and then there's like six seed. Oh, uh, they're not trouble with the tribbles. These, these these aren't the fucking bunnies. These are the mechanical bunnies. There. Hey, look, it's it's nineteen year old Mike Spiegelman. Well, I wasn't I wasn't trying to steal the the Rolls Royce thing. <laughs> right. Michael, yeah, the, he goes, uh, I thought it was loose, and the guy goes, "Not on today's Rolls Royce. <laughs> the older models, perhaps, but blokes used to nick them." <laughs> Look, it's so BC boys. That must have been shot in reverse or something. Something, yeah. I think yes. Okay, here we have a Rolls Royce, and it's I an think, older one. Just what they need. They're going to steal it. Right. Oh, it looks but like a rock band. The, right. The, the cavemen. It's the cavemen. That's right. They're the Beatles. They are. I the don't. Trogs. I'm not a fan of their outfits. You see the hats, and they're wearing oh, pants. Oh, right. A true caveman would not be wearing pants. But, you know, when you're shopping in London, it's best to wear pants. Well, wearing pants is so easy. Whoa. A caveman could do it. Now, was that funny that the moving... Uh, I don't know. We've seen this movie before when it comes to stuff like this, right? Yeah, I, I mean, like, I appreciate the effort and it is the cinema and I want to see stuff, you know? So I'm always excited when they smash into something. But I don't think it's funny, funny. I mean, it's amazing. Right. It's no, not dramatic it's like action. eye candy. It's not really funny, funny at all. It's to keep you watching and engaged. A right. guy trips, he slips, he got, he gets punched. Now he's in the car, you know. Oh, here's the fans. Out, I love the you, caveman Ringo. I love you, caveman George. So everyone wants a selfie, mostly with caveman George. Okay. Really? So, right. Oh, and a, that's yeah. why they got mobbed and they got away with it. Hey, hey, we're the caveman. We're missing a Rolls Royce. See, oh, wow, the water's spilling out of it. It's real damage. No, but they're too busy driving. <laughs> you notice their cars breaking down. In a turnabout. They were just trying to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. My money's on Swan's Pottle. We're the dumb generation. You're already betting. You're so addicted. You don't even know the odds. You, you're not familiar with the culture. Come on, Swab. Listen, I got my 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 uh, my son's bought me some money right here. Apartment some money right here. <laughs> sure, right. he needs a new pair of shoes. Oh, so he snuck on. He's going to steal the hair this way. Yeah, he's going to steal the real one from the track. He's going to unfucking screw <laughs> it and pull it out. And his will have the mechanical parts dangling like a stick. There, there he, he is. is. That's one of my favorite books, Bunny, where he falls in love with the electric hair. And he just chases him around, you know. Why won't you talk to me? <laughs> he kisses her, like, like it's electrocuted. He's like, wowza. <laughs> That's right. I forgot all about yeah. that. Yeah. It's a metaphor of life, Carl. 
It's that Scottish bloke. He's got my rabbit down there. Oh yeah, look, they're all they're all there. Look, you see those bowler hats? Yeah, they the mean, bowler. I have a position here. I work here for you know what I mean? Like it's a uniform. But you know what? I'm gonna forget this joke. I did see this movie. There's a moment where Terry Thompson, uh, the police come. And then the, the guys with the bowler caps come, and he goes, oh, great. Now you yeah. bowler cap guys are here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's really the um, <laughs> My Fair Lady guy who said it. Oh, it was My Fair Lady? I just... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so be... he has followed... He learns that someone robbed it, so they had to get a new one. So he followed them to the storage room. He made a wedge in the door. Now he can slip in and steal a rabbit. Right, there he is. Somebody's coming. Why, it's the Scotsman. What are you doing there? You're not going to believe this, but someone's nicked the rabbit. <laughs> Say what? Some bloke. <laughs> it was hair today. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be too careful. I was going to lock him inside. No, but you could see that movie too. You know, if it would uh, serve their script, they would do it. Oh, right, of course, yeah. Ba -da -da -da. It's a mad, 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 <laughs> mad world. <laughs> uh, we've seen a lot of like race movies. Last week was a walking race movie. Uh, yeah, and we saw My Old Man. Yeah, my own man was a horse racing. And uh, Cannibal Run, I guess that's another, like... Yeah, that counts yeah. certainly as a race. Are, my, are we out of examples? Oh, no, we have a bunch of more. I guess that's entertaining, too. Here, here's your rabbit, sir. Oh, jolly good. Oh, uh, so he's winning. He, well, he's up to par with everyone Is else. How is it going with those... Ducks, it's terribly sorry, sir. That is a bit of a problem. You see, they're not manufactured anymore. Go with the right price, you can. <laughs> so now he's like calling up somebody he knows, like to who like should make it out of clay and then heat it in the oven at the hotel. Uh, he's making a golem. No, it's it's those ducks. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. You know what a but golem is, right? This. Yeah, I know what a golem is. It's a monster. A Jewish monster, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I Mike, he's just a monster. I don't I don't look at I don't discriminate. <laughs> don't take fucking credit for this one. This was a Jewish monster. <laughs> no such thing. No oh, now it's a holiday monster. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great reverse. <laughs> Right? Yeah. A holiday monster. <laughs> oh, may I be the uh, fourth person uh, this year to wish you a Merry Christmas? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, I'm trying to a Christmas song. How does it go? Christmas, 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 Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Well, I think now that, oh, look at that, that the curtain rises swipe. Uh, I, I, right, so he hears a knock. This is funny. It's like knock, knock, knock. He's got a hair Why don't you listen? Why don't you listen? Put on your set. Right, I'll put it on there. Okay, go. 
Oh, it's the mole. Listen to the way he talks to him. This is the greatest thing about this movie is their accent. Jolly good show, my man. You're really at it, aren't you? Oh, they're just waiting outside. We're all pulling for you. <laughs> there always has to be one guy who just doesn't do much but, with the same thing over and over, and then at the end he gets it. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. They're putting him back in the middle of the maze right now. And go. And he'll start digging again. Okay, so here's our American with a rabbit. He just chased fierce dogs. Yes, artisanal dogs. I saw the sign. Here are ducks being made out of clay for the aristocracy. This the pompous has. Well, to be oh right, so he doesn't even like. He has to make his own art homemade one. Well, that's his plan, but that won't be used in the end. Oh, no, wait. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Uh, yes, he's making his own because he can't find them and he can afford it. He's paying like three grand for custom. But isn't that the joke that if those things are considered like a lower class uh, ornament that it's in every house, like a lower class house? Okay, look, that the rich... it? that's the ducks that he needed. They were able to go out See what I mean? She's making them for nothing. It it doesn't make sense. In the oh, plot. I. Huh. It she was his plan B. Did we really need that little detail? So she's not. She really doesn't give a duck in this movie. <laughs> she. Oh, duck her. At least that's what Winner said. Okay, yeah, this right. guy was in. This guy was in Jagger's uh, performance. Remember, we saw performance. Was it? Oh, this guy in the photo. Yeah, I recognize him. I don't Maybe recognize was, the phone. He was one of the bad guys who yeah. were coming to pick up. He saw them all fucked up in the foyer. Good to see you again, bloke. <laughs> he was good at performance. Oh, look, there's a record store. Was this like a pop shop? <clears throat> no, it's the headquarters of a lot of pop stars. And what these people are doing are fake autographs and stuff like that, you know. Oh, and orders. like there's hair and... Like, they're pretending that every rock star in the world is the fame of the Beatles, okay? So the whole world is asking for photos, you know what I mean? Uh, autographs. Dear caveman, can you send me a lock of your hair? Right. And it goes to, like, one central uh, processing. So, like, right. Pull the hair from the wall. Right. So she's just looking for someone to give her a signature of Sylvia already. So... One of the things on the list is a lock of hair and, a, and an autograph of Sylvia, the French pop star. Uh, Sylvia Who, Tarnett. Yeah, now this is a real pop star, right? No. No, okay. No, it's <clears throat> But the actress who played her passed away the year later. Um... I, her name was Patricia Viterbo, and I didn't look her up. I she's she, you'll see she's very bland. She didn't do right. anything but say, "I'm here." There she is. I brought my fame. I don't have a little dog with me. Well, so I I read a bunch of user reviews just to see what the hell I was watching, and uh, someone said that she died a year later in the review. Uh -huh. The actress. 
I guess so. I missed her. I miss her too. It's been like, you know, it's almost 50 years. Year, yeah. She was, uh, she was bland. She was bland. I'm not going to lie. This isn't her funeral. So all part of being British is the flower. It's the uh, ornament. It's right. the uh, status well, symbol. And right. it's the local pop star who. Uh, and and the rabbit, you know, from yeah. everyone bets at the track in England. Right. Park life. All the people. So many people all go hand in hand, hand in hand, hand life. Hand, hand. I was thinking Blur, Park Life. Park Life. <laughs> yeah, then you go down to the racetrack. A Park Life. <laughs> Come on, Carl. That was only 20 years ago, 30 years right, ago. Right, right. Yeah. Park it. Here she is being bland. I am I've got an accent. I'm bland. I'm bland. I wish I had told you in the beginning of the film to put on the music because I heard Auntie Griselda. The, oh, the, like, really? It goes like, dan, 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 dan. we're a crazy song for a movie. Dan, dan. And then it goes, I know she's having a fit. Dun, dun. She doesn't like me a bit. Dun, dun. And then it goes back to, I'm a movie theme. You should hear it. It's Auntie Griselda right in the middle of their song. That's so funny. Yeah. I wonder if they shot in black and white in the TV show too. I, 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 it's, uh, it was, by the way, it was, um, uh, instrumental only. There was no singing. So you could really sing Griselda, Auntie Griselda along to it. Right. Oh, that's cool. I'll have to check it out next time I watch this. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, so, uh, showgirls. Now we're on a TV set and <clears throat> for some reason the scavenger hunt focus of the movie is now turned to uh, getting the autograph and lock of hair. Wow. Just happened. And they're all doing this sequentially. So they all approach at the same time. Yeah, that's the thing. They're not supposed to. They don't have to. No, they just have two days to find all these things. Right. What I mean is, like, they could have, you know, one would be getting a Rolls Royce thing as another one is trying to get an autograph. Like, they pair up two or three of them at a time to compete. Right. I could see them all approaching the same live broadcast to meet up with the pop star. Right, right. Yeah. No, you don't understand, my good man. I have an appointment during her. Huh. He's calling her him a foreigner. Like, for instance, I mean, he's Scottish, and it's really insulting to go, what is that crazy accent you have? You're a foreigner. It's an, okay, never mind. <laughs> They're all doing the same thing here. Oh, right. This is my excuse that I can go into the TV filming. At least the American brought flowers. That's a uh, classy. Uh... <laughs> and she was like, oh, she can't be near those. Like, very allergic, you know, getting all pollinated. Oh, I didn't know. I, I guess I didn't miss that detail. Oh, a Lynn Harris production. Lynn Harris. Streets of San Francisco, Lynn Harris production. Lynn Harris, I knew a Lynn Harris. You, did she, did she do a show in 1965? No. <laughs> Best of the Caveman? Caveman no. Mania? No, no, no. Cavemania. He was not alive. 
Oh, the caveman. Oh, no, it's a different pop star. Yeah, that's right. Look, we're both hugging. Just keep hugging each other. Ooh, there's a hey, public say, Aren't you that uh, conceited, easy, and gullible star? Yeah, let me sign an autograph. So these are cameos, right? This guy, I, I would be like, holy shit. Okay, the answer is yes. If you know English TV, you'd know this guy. That's why, like, my research comes up short. Like, yeah. he was on Doink Doink Hour. Right, yeah, no, I hear you. Meet the Skittles for three seasons. He played wackadoo. It's <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so look, he lures him into the closet. It's kind of convenient. You know, we're, we've seen this movie. Disrespects his autograph. Right. Well, he's not the pop star. So he comes in, he goes, where's pop star? And he goes, I'm his understudy. What? He was, you know, he had, he got sick at the bar and he asked me to come over and do the dancing. Wow. The hullabaloo would never do that. They would just cancel the live broadcast. Now, the thing is, I'm not sure. I think the joke is he doesn't really know how to dance. So he just makes it up. I think that's the joke. Right. So he's just supposed to do the new dance or he's going to sing? He's going to dance. What's this? I'll not have me me talent dancing <laughs> with some ruffian off the street. Oh, give him a chance. No, wait, she's a French person. Do give him a chance. I can't do it. Bonjour, monsieur. I think yeah. he deserves a chance, no? Yeah, opportunity. <clears throat> he looks uh, like a train conductor to me. I know, right? Well, maybe he's the Maytag repairman when the TV comes out. Right. This is closed circuit TV. That explains why it's so clean. Uh, well, another uh, movie, we're in a movie movie where it's a really clean image that just pops right up. Movie. Okay. <laughs> is the joke that he's just making it up? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. It's not hilarious. Well, is he going to go up and like pull her hair at the end? <laughs> you no. don't think this is funny? It's physical. Uh, yeah, it's not not funny. Yeah. So just... his competitors, of course, recognize that it's him. And they're like, fuck this. So watch what Scotsman does. For Scotland! <laughs> he's like, ha <laughs> Nice. So much for that studio. It was a cheap production. They must have just shot in their own production studio or borrowed it. I guess, yes. This Is guy this funny? funny. Yes. I think so. He has to keep going. That's the joke. It's all framed as a normal show. Like they can't even tell. It's improv uh, chor choreography, chor choreographed. Yeah, it's improbiographed. It's improbiographed. That was that was the famous ginger sings, singing in the rain movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was probably like pre recent. Well, no, it was in the 
So now in a very genuine way that is respectful to everyone's rights, it's concerned. Right, go on. He gets sweet on the girl. Oh, on the pop star? Yeah. So an hour into this movie, two-thirds of this film, he finds another girl. He's got his nice girlfriend. So what's going on here? But yes, he and he's look, it's genuine, it's heartfelt. He's not trying to bang her, okay? <laughs> he's just macking on her after a live production. No, like, macking means oh, that okay. you want to get some. Well, I wasn't talking about him, I was talking about the Scotsman. He was always uh-huh. macking. He's but, always macking. Yeah, he he was McDonald, by the girlfriend. Yeah, McDougal. Always macking. Oh, his name is he's always mad uh sydney mcgregor sergeant major sydney mcgregor because they lift him up in the armpits wow this this was really breaking the fourth wall in this first two walls first in this movie (laughs) wait was that a joke because the wall broke yeah i was gonna say most (laughs) movies break the fourth wall not this one they broke the first and the second wall (laughs) whoa look at that more wacky cuts okay hi i'm your girlfriend i'm just here waiting well let me explain myself i had to get the autograph did you get the autograph no but i got her address right i'm banging her hopefully now he's going in here to get the last item you know to get a letter in which he'll learn what the sixth item is now you know at this point of the movie when i watch this i just get this over with you know, there's always like when there's a uh, scavenger hunt type movie, or there's like you must get the six items. It gets tedious. Even Scott Pilgrim versus the World, you know, it's like yeah. I, you must defeat seven nexes. It's like, oh, I was relieved when two of them were in one fight. I'm like, sweet this. <laughs> yeah, check off too. Well, what this is meant to be is set up our third act. Like you don't know what the sixth one is, and they seem to have gotten all the others. You see. So it sets up, okay, this is a men's only club, and it's as old as the hills. So they're freaking out. That woman must exit this fire! It's men's only. Yeah. You could tell from their, uh, and it's also members only, you could tell from their jackets. Wait, something would work with men's only. (laughs) Just for men, Joe. Wait. Yeah, right. Uh, for, For him. No, wait. Stag. Yeah, we'll have to do it. Okay, so there's an insurance company um, called Lloyd's of London. And they go back to the, like, 1400s or some crap. I don't know. Yeah. But um, there was this British warship named the Lutane that was wrecked. And they they insure all shipping. So they really had to pay through the nose. So they got this bell from the wreckage. And they hung it in their offices. It's called the Lutine Bell. And it's it used to be rung whenever like there was a ship that was missing, and then they found it. It wasn't down. They would ring the bell, you know. So that's what's on the there it is right there. That's what's on the list. They have to steal the Lloyds of London bell, the Lutine Bell. Wow. Wait, so there's just one bell, right? Yeah. There's not four sets of bells. Uh, well, okay, since you're pushing me, in truth, there is one. And there's also this replica, and, and that will get used as well. Okay. 
So uh, I have a question regarding Lloyds of London. Did Lloyd have a last name? Lloyd? No. If you lived in London, the population wasn't so big back then. If you lived in London, you knew Lloyd. Oh, yeah. Well, I always mixed him up with Lloyd from Liverpool. <laughs> when, of Liverpool. When London was population 75, you knew Lloyd from London. Oh, look, where did he get the phone from? He's just walking around with it? No, it's like, uh, that's like insurance office broker phone kind of thing. Oh, so yeah, I see it's on the wall. Aristocracy's calling him up, <laughs> basically extorting him, saying like, Oh, great to see you, Jeff. Remember those two girls we banged behind certain people's backs last right. summer? Yeah, all right. Bring me the Lloyds of London. Um, bring me the Lucetine Bell. All right. Oh, so this guy has to do it for him, and he's extorting him. Right. Now, it's so aristocracy for him to just be, like, in his air control tower going, straight on, then, right away, chop, chop. So, wow. yeah, so he looks up at the bell. I mean, he's really in a pickle. What's he going to do? Steal? No. Of course not. Oh, look, there's uh, people not from London visiting. Well, it's London 1965. It's so popular that they have tours. The thing is, dumb as that sounds, that is really true in real life. Wait, what's going on? And we're doing a Union Jack uh, swipe? Yeah, because we're going to the Army headquarters. Drinking their tea. Now, in this scene, basically, it's just like... It's like rat race. They're, they're recapping. No, he finds out that they, he asked for the Lusitine Bell as part of this army operation. If that's true, it's, it's grand theft larceny, you know? So the general's like, let's make no mistake. This is your project, your plan, your everything. If somebody's going down, it's you. I won't stake my neck out on... Go ahead, give him a listen for a second because of these acts. Okay. But I say, sir. Oh, yeah, no, Terry Thompson is the best. Here we go. Oh, they caught him again. Oh, delightful. He, he's like, he has a really distinct voice, so even though it's very soft, so yeah. hopefully it picked up. Wow, we're almost getting there. So our Paul Moore, Mole Man never, never got anything yet. Who? Uh, the Mole, Mole Man? man. No. Yeah, Mole Man. No, that's his whole shtick throughout. Oh, look, the bell swipe. Yeah, bell swipe. Isn't that creative? Okay, he's that's going to the replica. Replica. Well, he's not clever. Yeah. yeah, he's not going to. No one's on the floor here. Now, the Mole was in Faulty Towers for one episode, but he was in one of the he was in some of the Carry On movies. Yeah, which we are fans of the Carry On movie. Uh, Columbus. We watched the we watched the last one, right? Carry On Columbus, which was a uh, after twenty years they revived it in honor of the uh, centennial, I guess the the five centennial of uh, Columbus's <laughs> discovery of America. 
Now, that was a really good film, I felt, you know, and one of the best parts of, I mean, it's stupid. You can't take it for real. But if you just forget all that and say, okay, just do stupid things for me, then there's that scene where they broke, he broke character, right? They were going to hang him. Uh Uh-huh. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, okay, I was going to share my treasure with all of you, but go ahead, hang me. I understand. That's all right. We would have just frittered away the money wastefully anyway. Go ahead and hang me. <laughs> do you remember that one? I do. I remember that, and I remember Rick, uh, two guys from The Young Ones in the beginning of the movie, Rick Merrill, and then uh, I, it was Ke- uh, Neil, but, right? So then they would go on to say, of course, we're not going to kill you, Captain, if you want to really share the treasure with us. But then at the end, remember, the, he reversed it. He, you don't remember that scene. I'm going to have to play it for you. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to watch it again. But I did watch a bunch of... characters. Carry On was like, it started, in, I guess, around the, the 60s or whatever, 50s, black and white. Uh, it became a comedy series, like Carry On Teacher, Carry On Nurse. Yeah. And, uh, and then it just got kind of sillier and broader and just, you know, it's a great movie series. It's the police academy, I guess, of the of the British film industry. Yeah. But they made a lot more of them. I saw Carry On Cleo. It was Cleopatra and uh, Julius Caesar is on this throne. He stands up and his little, t- uh, he goes, oh, I've been sitting on my laurels. Oh, should I get that joke? Well, because he had like the tiara that they would wear. Right. It's a, it's called a laurel. Oh, that you put in your hair. Your, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sitting on his laurels. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so they both have showed up to steal the bell at the exact same time. So now they're having a back and forth kind of, you know, pissing contest. Right. So he goes, okay, we'll work together. You know, you've got the rope. uh, You know, I've got whatever. He goes, and then once we have the bell together, we'll flip a coin. And whoever wins the toss can have the bell. Well, it's ridiculous. Well, that's a, that sounds nice and square of you, pal. I thought you'd like it. Let's get started on it straight away. This will take the alarm out. You American chaps know everything. Oh, is he wearing his kilt and he's going upstairs? Yeah. Finally get to look up his kilt. Yeah. Uh, almost. So the slapstick of this movie are people falling. Right. So saw... He cuts the rope just as you said that. Yeah. And those are pretty pretty good uh, stunts. Why did he cut the rope? He's not going to get the... Because they're enemies. Yeah, but he's not going to get the bell by himself. Yeah, I know. That's perplexed me when I've watched it. Uh, Once. Well, no, I watched it like two or three times, but I mean... uh, like every now and again, you're watching it absentmindedly, like you're reading your phone or something, and you've missed. Right. I don't know. So now we have the same exact situation. They're having a little pissing contest, and it's going to be like, okay, we'll work together. The same old thing. Right now, he's accusing him of stealing government property. Or it's not, it's not funny stuff. Let me see if I can tell you anything about this. There no, was I, one dark thing. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Please tell me because we're in the third act, and I, I want to get you okay. know 
you want to go home <laughs> i want to go home already yeah. it's the dang movie no no i i like this movie what was the dark thing okay um okay well i'll just start reading uh media we already talked about this publishing a restaurant review for the sunday times founder of the police memorial trust uh it received good reviews not popular at the box office <clears throat> but i had this juicy story where are you here it is all right bust it out oscar winning actor i guess it's actress helen mirren lambasted director michael winner in a tv interview for allegedly treating her like a piece of meat during a casting session for this film in 64. recalling the encounter she said she was ordered her to turn around and flaunt her body for him i wow. was mortified and incredibly angry i thought she was insulting and sexist and i don't think any actress should be treated like that like you know, I, I, I want to pause you for a quick second because Helen Mirren went uh, viral like maybe a couple of weeks ago where they found an old interview where the, the reviewer was like just being a little sexist and she was just putting him in his place. Wow. So, you know, yeah. So she she was, you know, she had to put up with a lot, but she never did. She won an act on Oscar. Um, okay. So you know what this asshole winner said, right? What? Winner defends his action, saying, I did indeed ask her to stand up. I don't remember asking her to turn around, but if I did, I was being serious. I can see it now. She's wearing a peasant blouse. And it's oh, my God. In photographs with enormous bosoms, which was sagging a bit, even though she was young. Helen Mirren, that's what he was saying about? Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the worst that could happen. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, I guess I remember it. She, she was wearing a peasant dress, and yes, she did show her ass. <laughs> I just wanted to see her ass, but she was assisted showing her sagging boobs. I don't oh, know. I, he's casting for a movie, right? Does he have to have a sexy person? Kind of does. You don't have to like have them parade like that. That's disgusting. <laughs> disgusting show off your goods no they're gonna be on well there would have been a film test right i don't know right there would have been a film test and they would have you know see if there's was good idea for the care. yeah i mean she, she's right and she does call out that shit all the time uh, but and also she's you know besides being you know she's she's gorgeous uh-huh helen Mirren. i don't know her i'm gonna have to google her yeah google her google helen Mirren. Caligula, nineteen eighty. Caligula. Yeah, she's topless in that. It's a notorious scene. Sir Helen Mirren. Wasn't she in James Bond? Was it? Did she play M? How have um, you never heard of Helen Mirren? You know her as old Helen Mirren. Okay. Uh, oh Bond. You must remember the the last Bond we talked about, Casino Royale. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, I know that the bad guy is your brother and your father was a villain and you have a house called Skyfall, but will you please keep things in order, Bond? <laughs> oh, I know her as an uh, actress of today. As M. She was like Pierce Bronson. I think she was M, like she was a holdover from mm -hmm. uh, the previous Bond. Yep. She played the queen. She was yeah. in red. 
But I'm telling you, see, oh, Red, right. Well, yeah, her and Bruce Willis. That was kind of the joke. Like they would have a Helen Mirren and Bruce Willis movie. But uh, she, uh, but she, you know, it's decades of career and she did have like theatrical, she was, she was big, you know, in, in England. And yeah. uh, now watch, I, you got to see this because it starts a chain of events. But look, it's so dumb. He goes, oh, I'm tired. Whoops. Oh, I got to wipe my, really uh, badly I got to wipe my brow. Yeah, really badly written. You've seen this movie before. Here we'll have the choreographed. Yeah, they choreographed. Like, it's still moving. Whoa. Whoa. I had to drop it when I touched my feet. When I touched my feet. Yeah, that guy threw it right in there. Get this out of here, mister. Actually, this is what I love about it. Like, not only does it cause chaos, the the foreman's like, I'm going to keep pushing it. <laughs> what, what's the worst that could happen? Well, it did cause chaos when it rolled in. Yeah. Uh-oh. Someone in that dumpster just got a up-kilt. Up 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 no, up-kilt. Yeah. Oh, no. The bell has rolled out. Bell's and hells. Rolls into the tame. Yeah, you can't unring that. Oh, is, uh, that, the is that the Thames? That's the Thames River. Fat rut. Thames. It is. Uh-oh. It's famous. It's very famous. The Thames River. Look, everyone's shaking their fists at him. Act. Yeah, right. And roll them. Hey, and roll them. <laughs> what a big idea, hey? Hey, we're just your local fishmongers. We can't take this. Grumble. Grumble! And cut. I'm not even and see. It's not. It's so not funny. <clears throat> so Island, there we go. This Michael Winner did the mechanic in '72. Now Which I know the great. Yeah, no, that's a great. No, no, the mechanic was a Charles Bronson movie, and it was later made into like two films with Jason Statham. He's he's a like a hitman who's so good. He's like the mechanic. I think it was Walter Matthau actually in that one. Uh huh. But it's good. It's it's a solid movie. He's like he also made uh, Juan Tantan or Ron Tantan, the dog that's yeah, Hollywood. Dog is, right, seventy six. Which I look every six weeks. I'll look in YouTube to see if it finally posted because it is like a good shitty film. But yeah, he was like making these like shitty Charles Bronson films for Canon when I got when I saw his films. Mm -hmm. Uh, he did revisionist westerns, Chateau's Land and Lawman. He did the Centennial in 77, which was like a scary. You know, you, you mentioned revisionist <laughs> westerns. The, the lead of this movie was in Kapaloo. Uh huh, that's right. Uh, yeah, which came out the same year. Right. And Columbia really thought he was going to be the shit, Joe. Um, the role. Did you Wait, what, happened? what happened to the upper crust? Like, did he get news that he lost? No. What? No. What are you talking about? Well, uh, Delmolt collapsed, and I was wondering why. Oh, why? No, he just ate a bad um, prawn or some crap. Bad. Wow. I don't know how he even survived in the army. <laughs> he had people do it for him. Hey, it's Jerry Lewis and the Evasive Bellboy. Thought I'd crawl up through window. So, yeah, he um, just got into a pop star's window. And she's like, you're popping up everywhere. And I don't know. 
Did you just ruin my television appearance? <laughs> she doesn't. Uh, no, he actually he didn't ruin it, right? He danced like a monkey. Yeah, I guess. Everybody liked it. I think that was a funny scene, Carl. I mean, I, I like this guy. Whoa, Pac-Man swipe. Yeah. So he's uh, the moles underground going like, oh, it's a cave-in. And he's like freaking out. You know, he's being paranoid. Yeah, it's like in Caddyshack where they would cut to the gopher. Now you see all the boil bowler caps. Right. Because they're the director's saying, you know, we're at Lords of London and they're, you know, somebody fucking stole our bell. What are we gonna do about this? You're gonna find it? Okay, we'll find it. All, all right. right. Well, I'm hope you know, how much was it insured for? It wasn't insured. We're the leading insurance of the world, and we didn't insure our most valued treasure. That's the joke, Carl. Oh. Hello, home invader. How about some breakfast? It's a traditional English breakfast. You've seen this movie. No, I have seen this movie. <laughs> okay. I, I wanted to... I don't know. I thought it would be different. You must be. You know what? Another thing about YouTube, I looked, typed in, you must be joking. Yeah. And there, it, there was a South African candid camera prank show that <laughs> called, the theatrically released movie in 1987 called You Must Be Joking. And it's this guy, it's these two radio personalities from South Africa are uh, hosting these like pranks. And it winds up like the, there was like a former boxer who was in it and they proceeded to keep making these prank movies for the next several decades, uh, Interesting. you know, reflecting South uh, Africa and all stuff that, you know, I would, I would read it and I, I saw it and I was like, I looked at, I said, I want to see a user review and, uh, Oh, look, they found the bell. Well, the team has tides and the French girl knew that and said, you know, I have great news for you. Your bell can be recovered. Really? Wait, who's the French girl? The pop star? Yeah. Oh, and so the girlfriend sort of jilted in a way. Yeah, she's not needed anymore. He found. I mean, he's, he was. You know, he what? He didn't sleep at home last night. Really? What a creep! Oh, car phone, car phone, car, car phone. phone. I know. Car phone. That's the only way you could talk in your on the phone in a car back in 1965. Was on a car phone. Yeah, a backseat car phone. The only way you could talk on a car phone in 69 was with... Was on a car phone. Car phone. <laughs> oh, no, so he's going underwater. He thinks it's... But he doesn't actually go in the water. He's just too late. It's too little too late. Look, he's too clean to be in that dirty... Yeah. Oh, I, I used suffocate, or I would just quit at that point. Remember your trip through the... Okay, see her terrible driving, that'll be a... Oh, right. That's, I was wondering what was going on. <clears throat> so now... Okay. Elliot Dellum has been picked up by an ambulance because he was sick, and now basically he's using them as a taxi. Okay. Oh, to, to get over. So we're finally wrapping up the, the end of yeah. 48 hours. Now, what's happening here is the staff sergeant is lying that he was requisitioning all those things 
for the general, <clears throat> right? But the truth is, like, he he was he thought he was saying about the things in the scavenger hunt, but he's been requisitioning for years uh, with illegal, you know, like cans of uh, jelly beans and like he's been getting supplies and selling them on the on the army's dime. So he's blaming it on the governor. I mean, on the um, general. Right. Oh, so the general's going to be in hot water. And right. what's in the bag? So he, he doesn't have his own bell, right? The first time I thought that was a bell in there. Right. He doesn't have his own bell. There's only two bells. Now, look, this is Pink Panther guy. Yeah, He's that's two. right. Yeah. We've seen him in other films, and I'm not telling you about Casino Royale. I'm not an asshole. He was in Casino Royale. He was in Superman 3. But, I mean, he was in The Return of the Pink Panther, Pink Panther Strikes Again, Revenge of the Pink Panther, right. Pool of the Pink Panther, Son of the Pink Panther, Curse right. of the Pink Panther. Wait, he was in Son of the Pink Panther? With yeah. Bellini? You Professor. know, HBO Max, just, they just pulled all of them. They had all of the, the Pink Panthers, and I tried. His name's Graham Stark, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. He's, a, he's like a Charlie Sheen in Terminal Velocity. He's like, He has a skydiving uh, company, and he drinks. Yeah, they were uh, army buddies together when they were in the Suez Canal. And that was that Israel. Um, <clears throat> uh, well, I forget. But anyway, so they're old army buddies. And that's how, or military buddies. And that's why he's going to take them up in the plane so he can parachute in for the final contest. They're all right now heading with their scavenger hunt stuff to the check <laughs> Like he's got the, uh, that's old school. Like here, here's your parachute. You need to fold it up maybe. Right, right. All right, there it is. We're almost finished, Carl. I can see the, I can right. see this movie almost Thank finished. goodness. Well, that's been our show. It says Finn on the screen. Right. They, well, actually that's the border of Finland. <laughs> it's almost over. It's Finn-ish. Yeah, it's close. It's a fin-ish. It's getting there. Getting there. It's almost a fin. Are we done, Dad? Well, it's it's a fin-ish. <laughs> Hang out for a second. Are we there, Fred's dad? Well, it's a fin-ish. Okay, now this isn't really believable, but all of a sudden, like, she loves him, okay? So she's, like, telling the guy from performance... I'm taking a two-week holiday. And oh, no. She she's going American. holiday. Yeah. Wow, wait a minute. Hang on a second. What's up with this movie? He's kissing the wrong girl. Right. That's There's right. the girl. Yeah. But there, we don't have any moral. He doesn't get any. He gets mean looks. <clears throat> oh, that's the worst he gets. Yeah, no. He, it, it, the movie ends great for him. <laughs> well, this guy's about to jump. So he's like, Do you make a good living? You only make money if, you know, in insurance if you die. And he goes, Die, forget it. I'm not going. And then he goes, Sergeant, I, you know, you did so much for me. I'm, this is the best they could do for you. He pushes him out of the plane. That's it. I'm done. This is the least I can do for you. Ha, ha, ha.
Now look, his chute deploys, but meanwhile, he's going, pull the chute, pull the chute. And they made a mistake in the editing or they had to stick with bad, you know. Oh, look, they finally get the up kilt. Yeah. And he goes, that's quite refreshing, actually. Oh, it must be. Can you imagine? That's oh, be terrific. You know, it, if there was a shower on the plane, you can shower and then jump off and naturally dry. <laughs> yes, naturally <laughs> dry. dry. You could just now, drip dry. Air dry. He, he, um, they are impressed with him parachuting in. Now they're going to be impressed with the aristocrat coming in on the ambulance. Oh, they're and just by everything. The, yeah. And another's arriving under arrest of the police. Right. For, for buying all that shit. Yeah. Da, 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 ba, da, da, da. Singing, it's a mad, mad, mad. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Intermission. It's a long movie. I wrote the mad world song. Mad, 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 mad. Here's a Christmas carol. No, that's how the lyrics go, but there's four mads in the song, so sometimes I forget and I do like eight of them. Oh, he made it to the finish line. Yeah. Oh, man. Somebody dropped. Now he tripped him. So somebody drops uh, their loot and, and Mole Man gets it. Oh, so Mole Man's going to win. He's got the loot. Easy peasy. Okay, yes. <clears throat> the movie ends in a very, very dissatisfying way, okay? Don't get ready for the American ending. Right now, what would happen is they, oh, would, the Ameri yeah. they would race to the finish right. in front of them. And then when the bad guy was going to win, we would get a tw another contest that would result in the good guy winning and we have a winner. That's not what's going to happen. Oh, it's funny that the mole man gets all the items instead of going across to the finish line and goes straight up to Terry Thomas. I did it. <laughs> yep, that's right. But he doesn't win, does he? No. No, this is a, all, as an American, I, I'm glad the American wins. I could totally relate to that. Well, the American won, but then he resigns. So it's, 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 uh, what? They all went into his dug hole. His it must have hurt as an actor to fall through that hole. Yes. Yeah. Fucking winter doesn't give a shit. Uh, don't forget my I'm a bad driver, remember? Oh, she's gonna save her boyfriend. Yeah. Now she sees him with the pop star. Now he knows she's on the list. So she's like, here, you better take these. You know, he, he hasn't called her in days. Right. He's an asshole. Yeah. Uh-oh, things are falling apart. Here's your bullshit, sir. Even the <laughs> bell. And it's the real bell, not some fucking replica. Congratulate. Oh, what's this? What's That's that? Resignation papers. What? You can't resonate. Your paper, you're fired. Paper. <laughs> I, I'm switching girlfriends and I'm going on holiday. That's what they call it here. Right, uh, on holiday. To someplace and then Nice, right? Oh, I heard it's really Nice over there. Yeah. Well, my I have some family over there. My my niece lives in Nice.
Okay, so now they're arresting him for years of get you know getting using the army's money to right. you know, buy goods. I always told him it will catch up to him, but don't do it. I says to him. So he's getting himself the... off the hook and blaming the general. <clears throat> what about the bowler caps? I thought they were all Floyd's. I guess there are other people. They were um, the boiler boiler bowler caps. Were he was the secretary of uh, the in- state or the interior, something like that. He was from right. the government. So nobody really wins. That's right. Now the general's going to shift the bell back, but he's arrested for stealing the bell. Did <laughs> you say what, sir? Oh no! Oh, so this whole thing implodes. I think that's a, how Rat yeah. Race ended too. They they busted John. There's Cleese. no winner, and nobody gets a satisfied. The guy who gets a satisfied ending is the jerk. Right. Oh, there he is with his girlfriend. Okay, look at him. We should play the volume on this. Yeah, I have a feeling what's going on. Look, I can't believe it. He just waved goodbye to her. Yeah. And now we have the most unsatisfying ending of all. <laughs> they're just, they're all alone, the two delusional idiots. Oh, that's funny. And then, like, it, the director should have ended it right here. But no, the... Uh, the mole man has literally existential compart criticizes the army or the military. So then he like makes him snap to and march. I don't know. It's dumb. Well, you know, he should have that, that outburst. This is a comedy movie. Uh, we got all these unsatisfied. This is totally unexpected. It doesn't wrap up a theme of the film at all. Right. What was the fucking theme of the film? Film. Like they didn't have one. Like if you work together, you succeed. Something like that. They didn't do that. I think the theme was scavenger help uh, hunts. Uh, help us remember Tammy and uh, excited for her wedding. And it was a good way to celebrate her bachelorette party. <laughs> oh, there he is marching off. I this looks. Oh, there it is. The Finn. Yeah, Elfin. For Finn. Shot on location in England by American Films of London, England. Oh, How ladies and gentlemen. And there's the American Broad uh, Columbia Pictures. Well, Carl, that has been, you must be joking, from 1965. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? At times, I enjoyed it. At times, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty dull. I mean, like, the, yeah. I, I had a lot of power to a lot of horsepower a lot of good performances but it really did feel like uh nothing was happening and uh there was no i don't know like at least rat race they had to go from a to b you know it's a race yeah this wasn't done in i don't know uh, the order of it was chaotic and scattered like okay never mind the pursuit of that thing we're moving on to this thing Right, yeah, yeah. At the same time, we're all at the track at the same time. We're all in with the starlets a thing at the same time. I, I don't know. Wow. I think that um, 
if you listen to it with the sound, you're much more entertained because you hear all these accents and the things they say to each other. It is kind of funny a lot of the times. And uh, just to be around those, uh, that culture is pretty, you know, everyone's, it's all about class and, right. you know, there's innuendo all over the place, but they'll never say it, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And, uh, but it was, uh, I agree. So it was fun. I mean, it's fun to see those actors and I'm sure uh, I'll enjoy seeing them in other locations. Some of them I recognize, some of them I didn't. Terry Thomas, of course, was kind of fun in this, but it just kind of, it was a little bit short. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, next week we are going to uh, go back to uh, more common ground here in the United States and watch an American movie about real men it's called Real Men from 1987. It stars uh, the late John Ritter and the currently alive James Belushi uh, back from 1987. I have a trailer from The Action Master. I don't know if my sound is going to be worth it for the show, but I was going to play it. So if you guys go type in Real Men 1987 and you see The Action Master's posting of a Real Men trailer, I was going to play it in a couple seconds. Stands on the brink of disaster. Okay. All right. All right. The Action Master. Yeah. Three, okay. two, one, go. Stands on the brink of disaster, and only one man can save it. Son of Bernardo. Big Bernardo, CIA. Who is he? Uncontrolled. Wild man. Get rid of the dog. I don't care. You'll get the job done. horrible but we do find ourselves laughing i know well it's it's uh john ritter and uh james Pelusi from the 80s well that was a little too close oh look at those clowns <laughs> you guys can't act look at these clowns who brought these clowns on the set this is a joke oh snm dungeon Right. This uh, trailer has a uh, box of the video cassette because it would never was theatrically released. That is from 1987. Next week's movie will be Real Men with the Real Men, John Ritter and James Belushi. Carl, thank you so much for. Uh, uh, hosting and 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 uh, researching and, and just kicking ass on this movie. 
uh, may I never see it again, but I definitely enjoyed talking it, uh, about it. And audience, we want, hope you enjoyed the show too. Uh, just spread the word. Just, you know, we'd love for you just to sign up for our podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Uh, we'd love for you to just get involved and, and check out Mutiny Radio. They even have live comedy shows. If you're in the Bay Area, if you're in the Mission District, go walk over there. Uh, we love Mutiny Radio and we do love you guys. And we'll see you next week. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> you with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. 5 p.m. Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Carl, test, test. Carl, Carl, test, test. Yeah, you're all buzzy. I got to call back. Let's watch. It's oh, jokes to Carl. Not duh like duh. Oh, that's funny. It's duh like French. So it's jokes to Carl. Follow me now. With Michael Spiegelman. to my foot and they were like i'm freezing your foot and i was like it's so cold it's so cold creative play it's so cold uh. they took the laser pointer to my chest and they said i'm breaking your heart cold it's like
This is a test. It is 6 o'clock in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco, California. We are here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of MutinyRadio.fm. And I am your host this evening, Alphonse John Belvedere, sitting in for Perkins Warbeck, who is perpetrating his quixotic quest to return the English throne to its rightful owners, the Plantagenet dynasty. We wish him well. He may be back next week in defeat once again, but with his spirit unbowed. We are listening right now to Eloy, a German progressive rock band that was formed in 1971. And they are still at it these 50 years later. I am here this evening with Chadwick and his friend, whose name I forgot. Help me out. Antonio from the street. And tonight we are going to be playing two hours of the best progressive rock and roll you have never heard in your life. We play from the fringes through the great gates of delirium. This evening we're going to start off with a classic. Oh, so scratch that. Scratch that. I'm going to pop into my favorite. Norwegian prog rock band, Popol Vuh, which was formed in 1971 in, no, not Norway, Belgium. Belgium. This is Antiaga und Zimaniaga from Popol Vuh. You're listening to The Gates of Delirium on Mutiny Radio. FM. Sometimes the mood just misses the mark. Let's start off with a little bit more of energy and activity. This is Osric Tentacles, Epiphlioi. Oh, stand by. We'll be right with you. There's a technical glitch in the matrix happening at this very moment. There seems to be not a responsive demon in the demon works. Let's find out what happened here. (laughs) 
Let's find out. How's everybody out there? This is Osric Tentacles. You are listening to... You are listening to the Gates of Delirium, and we have entered into a problematic phase. Stand by, please, stand by. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know if you knew that about him, but he was a, a bit of a wet blanket. Uh, and I get it because like when I, when I watch the news nowadays, I'm like, yeah, I don't like the direction Europe's going in right now. Uh, <laughs> inflation's terrible. This is all stuff that Hitler felt. Why doesn't anyone like my art? <laughs> Flat, black, plastic, vinyl, there was records, a friend of mine on murder, played, Douglas Gavel, all oh. for you every Saturday, Jory found from him guilty, got music vinyl enthusiasm. Dr. Martin Luther King, you know that. Anyway. Once upon a 
And we're back at the gates of delirium after some technical snafus. Everything should be running smoothly now. Once again, my name is Alphonse John Belvedere. I will be your host for the next two hours. 
bringing you the most transcendent music known to mankind. I am coming to you from the sprawling state-of-the-art studios here at MutinyRadio.com, corner of 21st and Florida, in the Mission District of San Francisco, California, West Coast, USA, Earth, Solar System, Galaxy, Local Cluster. You are listening to The Astral Entrance by Eloy. Tonight we're going to start off with the... Unsurpassed progressive sound of Yes with Sound Chaser. Perkins Warbeck will be back next week. Enjoy.
staring up all fire I see our life and limb will still not come to harm at that moment That's the reason why we still think of everything to be alright But our hidden souls are rare 